So he came over and I was like, great news. Remember how I'm on my period? Well, guess what? We're going to have a great time because I have a diva cup. And he was like, I don't have a vagina. Sounds good to me. Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder if your finger broken. Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. Hello, my family. Welcome to Don't Tell My Mother. I am your host, Nikki Levy. I'm so happy to be here with you. This is where your favorite humans from movie, TV, sports, comedy tell a true story they'd never want their mamas to know, and then they tell their mother. Guys, show us a little love and subscribe to our podcast. Hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts and the follow button on Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. Your support means so much and allows us to keep making great episodes and get more wonderful, brilliant humans on the podcast. Today's episode is fabulous. I am so excited. She is a dear friend. She played the iconic Sue Heck on the middle. Of course, I'm talking about the legendary Eden Cher. Eden has a bomb-ass book out called Emotionary, a dictionary of words that don't exist for feelings that do. And today we get into all the feels. I look at what you guys want. You know, I check out the analytics and I know that sexiness is what you crave. Well, today, sexiness is what you get. Also, if you're squeamish, suck it up. This is a love story. Here is me and Eden Share right after this. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Eden, what's going on? Hello, Nikki. Nothing. I'm just chilling. How are you? What is behind you? There's a picture of a, like a cartoon picture of a blonde guy. Who is this guy? Oh, yeah. It's I can't believe I still have that up there. Um, it's a frame. It's a page out of one of my favorite comics um, called Animal Man. Really? Yeah. When I read it, it changed my entire uh, perspective on like meta things. I was I was no, I don't know. I was like 19 or 20. <laughs> but it what changed is, me. Are you a comic book geek? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. I love comics. Are you very visual? Is that why you like them? Because I, yes. I just can't get into them, to be totally honest. I, I can't get it. I don't get it. Oh, yes. I think I'm a really, one, I'm a really bad reader. I'm like, really? Re- yeah, I'm really bad at reading. And I'm, yeah, I'm very visual. Huh. So 
when it's comics, it's more, it's almost more like a script. It's like a visual script. And so it's, I can like imagine it. The stimuli just like works with my brain. I totally get it. Everybody learns in a different way. Well, speaking of, uh, we can bond because my mom's a teacher and your mom's a teacher. Yes. And the way you and I initially met is that my ex, who is also a teacher, a math teacher. Oh, she is. That's right. Yes. She's no longer my girlfriend, but I think still a teacher. Her son had your mother as an elementary school teacher. And that is how you and I met like four or five years ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? I think it was actually must have been longer than that. It was more than that. Yeah. How is this crazy year? How would you sum this up for you? It's been like truly uh, the epitome of hurry up and wait, you know, like professionally and a little bit personally. But I did. I did get married. Yay! Was it to the guy that I met? To the guy that you met. When did you guys get married? We got married in July. So almost a year ago. How did your quarantine wedding look? What did, what did you guys do? So so we, we felt like we were engaged for a million years. In reality, it was like a year and a half. But being engaged for a year and a half with no end in sight was yeah. just like, because we were going to get, we wanted to get married um, New Year's Eve of 2019 to 2020. And then that wasn't okay. going to happen. But so we were like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. We just want to be married. We want to <laughs> like start our lives. <laughs> yes. And so we got, um, it was like 15 people. 12, 12, 12, 15. I think it was a total of 15. Everyone was in masks. Everyone was in their own little pods. We were like all the way scooted back, uh, like in the farthest region of our backyard. A friend married yeah. us. <gasps> That's and, wonderful. Yeah, it was really nice. It, the whole thing lasted about 40 minutes. We were like, BYO everything. Did you provide food or no. drinks? <laughs> no. Nothing. Do you know how much money you saved, Eden? I know. And you know what else? The dress or not dress, the like jumpsuit thing that I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like super expensive. And I was like, fuck it. It's the only thing I'm spending money on. So I'm just going to like get it. And it didn't come in time. I don't know what happened, but then it just like, it never came. And so three days before I ordered, I was like, all right, fuck this. I got it. Just like anything. And so I found on Barney's, it was 60% off. It was like oh, an love 800. A I love it. It was like an $800 thing that I got for 60% off. And I got it. And I like overnighted it. And I ended up, I was like, this is too fucking big. And so I <gasps> altered it myself. Do you, do you sew? Barely, barely. I looked up on YouTube how to like do whatever. Any any tailor, any seamstress would look at this. You are a crafty bitch. I am a crafty bitch. This is impressive. Yes. And when you and I first met, you were on the middle, which is probably how most people at least know you at first. And you played Sue Heck. And uh, she's just the coolest because she's so uncool. Yes. (laughs) Weird and awkward, but like, optimistic and joyful just like I wish I grew up with her amount of confidence was Same. this anything like, was, I was gonna ask you that was this anything like how like you were as a teenager or nothing like this not even a little bit okay tell me no. tell me <laughs> I mean I am a, a you know I'm a neurotic Jew like that's just my nature I see um, but I, I was very anxious growing up very anxious and my memories of being a child are just like just terrified of everything. (laughs) 
Really? And, really? Oh, yeah, terrifying. And then as a teenager, the terror sort of shifted to uh, just total self-loathing. <laughs> what were you terrified of? Uh, like, what's... That every, uh, every Everything. Everything and anything. Anything. Uh, people's reactions to me. My own mm. feelings. It's terrified that my own feelings would... Uh, would would take me over would be too much for any given person around me oh so not even just for you but you'd scare someone away with them yes yes scare everyone away i was so terrified that's deep i know (laughs) i know and it was yeah it was just a constant it was just a lingering like when people say like "Ah, don't you miss being a child or just being a kid like happy-go-lucky no, I don't. I really don't. Who, who was like that? That sounds like nobody I've ever met. My fucking husband. <laughs> he was a happy person? He's like, no, what did you have to care about when you are a kid? And like, everything was my responsibility. <laughs> everything. What was the predominant emotion that you felt as a kid? The predominant emotion you had that you were like afraid of? It really boils down to something so simple, which is just kind of the fear of failure. But it was, it's so, when it's so real, when the stakes, when it's so extreme, when it's like, and any little thing resembles failure, like anything, if I didn't, if I didn't get an A plus, if I, if I got an A instead of an A plus, that was a failure. That meant I failed. That meant everything, all of, all of these responsibilities that are a hundred percent mine as a seven-year-old, you know, like keeping the whole family together. <laughs> yes. um, I failed. I failed and I deserve, I, I deserve to be punished. I have this very distinct memory of being, when I was 16, I was studying for the SATs and I was um, just like literally pulling out my hair. So it was like one in the morning and I remember I was sitting in my dining room with like a single light overhead illuminating me, sitting over this book and just sobbing, like wailing into the book. And I refused to go to sleep. My mom kept like sort of coming out being like, please go to sleep. You have to, you can finish studying tomorrow. Like, please, you have to go to sleep. And I was like, no, I can't, God. I have to get, I'm 2400. And she, and I was head buried in the book. And all I remember is the light, her, her, I hear footsteps coming yeah. in, yeah. the light flicking off and then flicking on <laughs> the sink running I hear a cabinet okay. opening, a glass coming out, the sink running. And the next thing I know, cold, ice cold <gasps> water is being poured on my head. What? Yeah. You mean because you wouldn't go to sleep? I just wouldn't go to sleep. My mom, because I was like, how was I having a temper tantrum? I was a kid who had t- a ton of temper tantrums. I just always oh, constantly temper tantruming. Well, did getting into acting like, did this help your anxiety or just make it 10 times worse? Um, I, you know... I, I actually, weirdly, I don't know how this is possible, but I don't think it actually had an effect on me. I don't think that is what had, I mean, that can't possibly be true, but it's so um, like inextricable. Like the connections are so, they're so, they don't, they're not so clear in my mind. Like what they could, they're, they're sort of just it, like one has never existed without, as I or no one, yeah, neither one has ever existed without the other for me because I've been doing it for so long. Because I was actually a very, very shy child. I did not like attention except for when I was performing. 
because that was the time, that was a space where like I could be as loud and big and no one can tell me that I'm too much or that I'm, that my screaming is annoying, that I'm annoying. There was no risk of being annoying when I was acting or in theater or doing anything. Is your mom an introvert or an extrovert? No, not at all. She is a pathological extrovert. She is, she needs attention to threat, to, to like live. Yes, yes. And what was she like besides throwing the water on you? Did she encourage your emotions or was it kind of more like quiet? You know, if you asked her, she yeah. would well, say- Well, we will ask her. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to call it right now. She's going to say, of course I encouraged emotion. Of course I encourage, feel all your feelings. Nothing is, everything you're, everything, everything feels right. <laughs> you know, yes, yes. vulnerability is good. It's not weakness. And I, <laughs> I will tell you from experience, no, 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 no. She definitely, the model that she showed was yes. don't fucking cry, get over it, do it. Just do your job. Get Just get shit done. Just do it and, and don't cry about it. And <laughs> wow. So no, it was not a safe space. And she will, and I've talked about it and she's like, how could you say that? Oh my God. Well, I promise we will get into this with your mother when we bring her on after your story. But your story, um, how best to sum it up? All I know is that it is bloody <laughs> and it has a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> yes, these are the key words. These are the buzzwords. <laughs> Eden, tell me everything. So this is a story about the time that I had sex with a diva cup in because the box said I could. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So my story begins about, 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 about seven years ago. It was, about seven, <laughs> uh, it was a few years ago. And I was dating, uh, I was dating this guy Hmm. and for whatever reason, I had like gone through a breakup and I just felt like I was like, I went through a series of dates and I was having a great time. I was kind of sleeping around. Good for you. And you know, I was kind of just like, you know what? I, I want to get my number up. (laughs) I felt very empowered. I was like, you know, I want to try like, I want to like have sex with people. I want to like experience things. And safely, safely. I'm for it. And I started dating this guy. And for whatever reason, I was like, you know, I've been doing the whole, I feel like I've done it. I've, I've been sleeping around for like a year or something. And I really like, I liked him. And so I was like, I just feel like I want to wait. I just like want to wait a little bit. So all that said, I've been dating this person about, about three weeks and maybe a month. And this uh-huh. was like, so this was like, the second time we ever had sex. Okay. And I was on my period. Oh, mm, uh, that always sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But I was like, okay, perfect test. I like this guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tell him. I'm gonna, and I don't wanna, but so I'm gonna be like, hey, um, yeah, come over. Uh, I'm on my period. 
does that, what does that do for you? (laughs) Yeah. And he completely passed the test. He was like, so? He's like, okay, that's fine. He's like, you know, put a towel down. And I was like, great. That is, and I remember, and it's like, it's sort of like, that's the test, but it's also, that's like the lowest bar. Like that should be the standard. Every guy, every, 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 every man should be fine with that. That shouldn't, you shouldn't get credit for that. And, and, and yet, like, it was a test to see if he got the credit because some men, I've dated quite a bit of them myself, some men are grossed out. And then you have to say, really? This is a problem? Yeah. Mm, what about this- when there's, like, real problems? It- it's a weeding out process, I think. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, this is perfect. Concurrently, I was going through a period of, no pun intended, <laughs> where I was trying out diva cups. You know, the reusable cup. For your period. For my period, yeah. It's like a little, it like, it suctions in, it, that catches all the blood, and then you let, let go and you reuse it, and you wash it out, and you put it back in. Okay. And I found it to be quite successful. And on, I was bored on the toilet, and I was reading the box, <laughs> and I and I was like already, I was kind of a little bit like, I was, a, I was glad that he passed the test, but I was like a little bit bummed that we had to like our second time having sex was going to be like on my period. Like I would love for it to just be a little more casual, a little like more, a little less, a little, I don't know, a little less intimate, maybe. In less that, messy. I don't know. A little less messy. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't know how he is with laundry. I don't know. You know, <laughs> so I'm reading the box and it's, it has this little chart and it says like the things you can, you know, at promoting Diva Cups. It was like the things you can do with a pad, the things you can do with a tampon and the things you can do with a Diva Cup. And it was like swim, like check mark for Diva Cup, check mark for tampon, but no, an X for tip for pad. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> sleep with like blah, blah, blah. And it's like basically it's just saying like it's checking all the boxes for a Diva Cup being like, this is why we're the best. And one of them said, have sex. And I was like, okay. So he came over and I was like, great news. Remember how I'm on my period? Well, guess what? We're going to have a great time because I have a (laughs) diva cup. (laughs) So I guess we can put a towel down, but I think we're safe. And he was like, I don't have a vagina. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Like. Which is honestly just a good sign. I'm glad he didn't, he didn't like question. He didn't try to mansplain my vagina to me or anything. But so I was like, great, let's do this. And literally, <laughs> we start having sex literally, I don't know, 15 seconds in. I'm like, oh, no, something horrible has happened. <gasps> this is not right. I knew so quickly that the box had lied and something, <laughs> something was amiss in my, in my vagina, in my system. Oh shit. Um it felt like it sort of felt like like an egg, <laughs> like a, like a, a chicken egg, you know, uh, had dropped from my stomach to my to my cervix. Oh, uh, Eden. So, I was like something's happened. And so he's like, "Oh, do you want to stop?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think we have to stop. I think the diva cut something's happened to that." He's like, oh, "Okay. All right, great." And I am like, just one second, one second. And again, this is the fucking second time we've had sex. So I'm like trying to stay cute and trying to stay like, ah, everything's fine. No worries. Just one second. This is a fucking nightmare. And I run to the bathroom and immediately start crying because I put my hand up my vagina trying to like, I, I just want to make, I'm like, maybe I misfelt something. Maybe it really is still there. I stick my, my fingers up there 
And I'm like, oh, that's just my cervix. <laughs> mm. That's nothing. And I'm, I, my, my hand is going deeper and I'm like wiggling around trying to find any semblance of this plastic thing. I cannot find it anywhere. And I'm like, oh, it's just a part of me now. <laughs> so his, his penis, oh God, his <laughs> penis lodged lodged uh, the diva cup somewhere that was literally like out of finger shot yes yes dude and you're sitting on the potty like yes trying to pull, <laughs> the potty. <laughs> you're sitting on the potty doing number one and you're yes. trying to get it and you you can't reach it i just can't reach it i can't find it i can't even find it like i, I don't know. i would lose it i would yeah. actually lose it but I, at first i was like haha i'm fine and it, it really did take only 30 seconds for me to be like, oh, no, I might gonna have to go to the fucking ER. Like, this is ridiculous. So I'm in the bathroom for like five minutes, just like continually, like, again, blood dripping down my hand, dripping down my arm, just like naked on the toilet, trying to find this thing inside of my body. And he knocks on the door and he's like, hey, you OK? <sighs> and I'm like, I'm fine. One more second. Eat in. He's like okay, dig around another 10 minutes, Ugh. try to like, I'm like, Ugh. look, I'm like lifting my leg in the mirror, trying to like expand, <laughs> trying to like open up. I don't see anything. There's blood just like dripping down my So it side. like overflowed from the diva cup? It's not even still being held? Oh, it's not being held at all. Somehow the diva it's... Cup is, yeah, it's nowhere. It's not doing its dislodged. job anymore. It's dislodged. At this point, I've stopped trying. I'm just lying on the bathroom floor, like bleeding in, onto the floor, sobbing. Yeah, it probably looks like a freaking murder scene in there. Yeah. He knocks on the door and he's like, hey. And he like opens the door a little. Mm. He's like, hey, you you okay? Do, do you want my help? And I was oh like, oh my God. You know, again, it's been a fucking, it's been three weeks with this man. Second time he's seen me naked on the floor in this like dead bug position. Just chilling, just casually laying in a pool of my own blood. And um, <laughs> sobbing, <laughs> sobbing hysterically. And um, I'm in my head now, I'm like, oh, if my mom had been there, she would have come in and poured an ice cold water on my head. She would have solved the whole thing. Works every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm lying there and he's like, hey, do you want me to help you? And I was like, yeah, you might have, I mean, you might have dragged me to the emergency room, but yeah. He's like, okay, before we do that, well, let me, let me see what I can do. And he was like, okay. And I'm, he comes into the bathroom and he's like, do you want me to, is it all right if I attempt with my hand? And I was like, please. Oh my he God. Sticks his hand right up there. He like digs around for a few minutes. Stop it. He's like, is that, does that hurt? It's literally, I feel like I'm true. I'm like, I'm giving birth to this goddamn diva oh cup God. and he's the father. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, I don't think this is working. You need to be higher. So he he takes the initiative. He takes a towel. He lays it on my bed. He just like finds a towel, lays it on my bed. He picks me up, puts <gasps> me onto my bed, like lies me on my back. He's like, okay, just relax. Like he's done this a million times. <laughs> You're like, yes, doctor. He puts me on the bed. He's like, okay, I got this now. He's like on his knees, just <laughs> sticks his hand in. <gasps> I'm sobbing because it hurts so bad. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And just, he's like, okay, I think I, hold on. And he pulls his hand out 
And that's when I was what? like, well, okay, it, this isn't working. We're going to go like, okay, it hurts. We're like, something, it's time to go to the emergency room. And he just raises his hand and holds up the little diva cup and says, is this it? <gasps> and I was like, yes, that's it. You got it. This guy is a fucking hero. Yeah. He goes to the bathroom. He washes his hands. He get he, he's like, do you want to like, what you want to what? Let's go to the shower. Let's like wash up, you know, wash. And I like wash up a little bit. We go, I, I clear, I wipe my eyes, wipe the tears. We go back to the bed. He's like, how do you, how do you feel? I was like, I don't know. Do you want to finish? He's like, do you? Do you feel comfortable? How are you feeling? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. What? What? Oh my <laughs> God. This is like an Olympic sport. I know. And we both, we, we kept going and we both, we both, we both had sex to completion. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Did it, like, turn you on, though, that he kind of... Because it would have turned me on that this person was, like, I don't know, like, a some kind of, like, like period matador or something. Completely. It was, like, a, a turn-on that I didn't realize was a turn-on. Like, it was a... It was, like, discovering, like, a fetish or something. <laughs> like, I just... It's like, you saved my life. It really was. It, it was the fact that he was so calm. He... Didn't he didn't express that it was he didn't say it was gross because I was like I was grossed out I had blood all over me I was like this is gross and he was like totally fine he was chill he and he fucking saved me he got it out and I was like I just felt this intense relief and this like just like this trust I was like I can I can now I can really say anything to you I can, you've seen it all <laughs> there's nothing you haven't seen at this point and um, the real kicker the, the the moral of the story or like the the the, good, the fun part of the story is that this guy I was dating, um, he's pretty cool. We kept dating and we kept dating and we kept dating and now he's my husband. This is the same guy. <laughs> this is the same guy. Eden? Oh my God. Yeah. Does your mother know this story? You know what? No, she doesn't. Would you, would you share a log line with her? Uh, for sure. Or would it gross you gross her no, out? I, I mean, it would probably gross her out, but that's my favorite pastime. Let's call your mother. Hello, Ivy Share. Hi, Mom. Hi. 
Eden and I were just catching up on some important romantic stuff. And Sorry, can I can I ask a question to my mom? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh-oh. No, I'm 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 so curious about the question. Nikki asked me a question earlier and I predicted. I said, I think if you asked my mom, don't she say would the answer. Say, don't say oh, the no, answer. Of course not. No, I'm saying I I I I think she would say the opposite of what I said. I'm just curious. So I'm curious. What kind of, actually, can you phrase it, Nikki? Can you ask the question? I I will phrase it. What kind of house did you create when the kids were younger? Like more of an open house, like discuss everything, you know, very emotional, meaning like people can talk about everything or a little more like keep things close to the vest? Well, that's a really interesting question because I think in my mind, I had a really open talk about this. Let's talk about the feelings I used to, Every morning when I would wake the kids up, I'd say, tell me what you dreamed. Okay, question though, mom. What would you say on a scale of like, you know, one, <laughs> one to, to sobbing, like, <laughs> I feel like very, very closed off to being like very open emotionally. What, do, what would you say the level of like encouraging emotions was in the house? Wow. I was, you know, that's, oh, wow. So interesting because in hindsight, I actually think I was really afraid of a lot of emotions, but wow. I, I, um, I like, I liked all that. Let's have fun and let's dance kind of emotions. But I was really scared of, um, you know, showing any anger or allowing a lot of anger. And there was a lot of anger. There was reason to be angry. And I would always think that I would allow that, but I would kind of be like, okay, let's bring it down now. So in that sense, Maybe there was some like some mixed messages about certain certain emotions that I would say, you know, I I, I hate to put positive and negative charges on emotions. Anger was a negative emotion in my mind, or frustration, yeah. was a emotion. But anger and frustration came up a lot. You know, raising three kids on my own, they were angry and frustrated about things. I was angry and frustrated. And what I did was I ate over it. I didn't, you know, I tried not to yell a lot about my kids. You know, interesting. I think that's exactly right, that it was very clear that you did not let yourself get angry. And I think to uh, smart kids, as we were, as I think I was, it, it's you didn't do a very, you're, you're not, you didn't win an Oscar. <laughs> for, <laughs> you shouldn't win an Oscar for your ability to hide it. I think it was very clear that that I feel like that's the, yeah, then the model. Because that's what I said to Nikki. I was like, I think if you asked my mom, she'd say like, yeah, very encouraging of emotions, very encouraging of, you know, feel your feel all your feelings, feelings aren't wrong, this is your journey, blah, 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 blah. But I, the model that we got or that I got was you fucking, you suck it up. You, you suck it up and you do your job and you don't cry and you don't show anger and you don't show, you just keep going. You just keep going and we can have fun. We can have a dance party because we did. We had a lot of dance parties, but like, and that's the fun times and we're going to have fun and that's what it's going to be. And then, but we're not going to be sad and we're not going to be this. And so I did not feel like it was a, um, a safe space if for emotions at like at all. Do you feel like you can feel all your feelings now, mother? Now? Yeah. But then I was really scared. You know, I was scared to, you know, because there was so much that I took on, you know, whether it was, whether it was self-imposed or actually real, like, you know, I raised the three of you alone. I had no family out here to speak of. I, I didn't have a support system. 
if there was, you know, money issues, I was terrified that I was going to lose the house and we were going to live in our car. And, and those were real fears that kind of didn't allow, I didn't allow myself to like, just feel those fears. I, I used to have to wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares that we were homeless and had to move to Florida to be with family there. And, oh, good. And I was just doing my best, working my hardest to put food on the table. And then before there were any GoFundMes or anything, friends from across the country literally passed a collective hat to help me Are out. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. They, so they passed this collective hat and they sent me and it took months and months and months and they gave me some money. And then I had this big even, do you remember that big water jug we had yes. then? Yes. And yeah. we cracked up and you know, we would put like, you know, extra coins and stuff at the end of the day. And it was full to the top. I go, okay, it's time to crack open the water jug. And there was like thousands of dollars in the water jug. And I took the money that I got from the sale of my cars. I took the water jug money. I took the money from what people had collected for me. And I bought a minivan. Because in my mind, I could live in a minivan with three kids and three dogs better than I could in a 20-year-old Volvo station wagon. Wow. It had a CD player and everything. It was my first, it was my, yeah, it had a CD player. It's like, oh, a navigational system. Like I thought I, I thought I was one of the Jetsons. <laughs> Ivy Jetson. It was my first new car since my college graduation. Well, Ivy, Eden told me this hilarious, really freaking insane story and i know you guys tell each other a lot of things especially now but i I just need her to give you like the log line of it because i don't think you know it she doesn't know it right she doesn't know it no this is not something that you know mom it's a story about it's a story about sex and that is something that we i i feel like in my adult life we've been a little more open but that is not we weren't like the mother, we weren't like Gilmore girls being like, let me tell you everything. <laughs> that was not I'd be like us. Mom, have you ever used a diva cup? No. Do you know what they are? I do. I used to kind of do a makeshift one. I had a diaphragm and I pretended it was a diva cup until I got an infection. And that was the end of that. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> you used a diaphragm to, ca- to capture the blood? <laughs> Your mother is ahead of her time. She's a, oh my God. I mean, I'm impressed. Kind of, but also, that's just horrifying. Well, well, no, no, no. Do not call the kettle black pot. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yes, the acorn, the apple does not fall far. Um, so, mom, so basically this was a story about the time when I was dating dating a, a, a person who I think I can reveal. Because I was dating a person who later turned out to be my husband. It was like one of the first times, it was one of the first few times we ever uh, had sex. And on the box of a diva cup, it tells you that you can have sex with it in. And that is patently false. And um, Nick had to extract it from me. He's a keeper. He like reached in, his arm was just like completely covered in blood and he didn't even flinch. Probably went home and vomited or something, but in front of you. Oh, like, no, he slept over and he was fine. How dare you? How dare you? How are you guys turning into each other? Eden, are you turning into Ivy? You have to be in some uh, way. Yeah. My mom does this thing. Well, actually, you've gotten better at it, mom. You really do actually usually retreat. Well, there are actually two things. One, my mom has a my mom has, has a pathological 
like compulsion to give things away. That's a Jewish like thing. It's a, Jewish mother. It, it, it totally is. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. And But it's like, I've never quite seen it so bad. It's like inverse hoarding. It's always like, what do you need? What do you need? Like, let me give it to you. And I find myself doing that now. I find myself anytime we have guests over, like any company, I'm like, do you need, oh, by the way, do you need, do you need dill? Or do you, do you need, need, you know, dill? I have two extra, <laughs> I've got two extra things of everything spiced from Trader Joe's. You want them? <laughs> you need them? I've got them. Take them. Seriously, Take it'll be a load off. Right. Take them. My mother buys things from TJ Maxx. Like, she's why they created <laughs> the Maxinista. And like, she <laughs> buys so much stuff. She has two full shelves of purses, purses, guys, from TJ Maxx, like expensive ones that she tries to pawn off on my wife, who is like, I would not say the beacon of femininity. She's like, Scarlett's like, I don't want a Marc Jacobs pan bag. Like, I don't want it. I like to end every episode this. What do you love most about your mom, Ivy? And Ivy, what do you love most about your daughter, Eden? Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, I'm so excited. I will say I'm so excited to hear this just because I I don't know what her answer is. Okay, Ivy, you go first. There's a lot. There's a laundry list of things I love most because I, yeah. Can you imagine that? One of the things, and and this is going to sound, I hope this doesn't make me sound shallow. I really love that you're smart. I really love that you're smart and you're thoughtful and you're informed and you are, and you use your information as um, for activism. Like, I love that about you. I love that you're involved in things. You're passionate. That, that Those are the big things. And I didn't mean to make it sound like, oh, because you're smart. It's like, But what you do with your knowledge is so impressive to me. You've always inspired me to you know, be more like that. And I just, I, I'm impressed by your, your heart and your activism and your intelligence and the combination of those things. So those are the, you know, the big things that I really appreciate. I also really appreciate your lack of ego, like that you mm. can laugh at yourself. That's true. <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> she sure I did. Sure can. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. I'm so Thanks, mom. I'm so glad you asked that question, Nikki. I, I've never, I've never heard her say anything like that before. <laughs> She doesn't usually give compliments. (laughs) No. And she's going to refute it. But that's fine. I'm fine with it. I'm honestly fine. Because then when I do get a compliment, it's good. It's on tape. (laughs) It's on tape. It's here forever. I can listen back to it whenever I want. Send you a copy. Um, I, what I love about you, mom. It's funny. I was actually going to say kind of the no ego thing also. I feel I'm... I'm so happy I can, I feel like I can say anything to you. I can really say anything to you and even anything about you. And you also, I feel like you, you can laugh at yourself. You don't take anything too seriously. And even when you do take something kind of personally, I think the quick turnaround, there's never, I, I am always confident. There's never a part of me that thinks that you're still thinking about something that I've said from yesterday or 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, and I very, very much admire or something I am so grateful that I learned from you was just, just perseverance Mm -hmm. and just the, really the concept of don't stop. You can't stop to, there's no, there's no time to think 
And you never stop to think. You just do. You do you act immediately. You just, if you see something, like see something, not say something. You see something, do something. And you always do it. And you always take care. You have such instincts of care. Yeah. And you give me so much food. <laughs> I buy you bagel. You do. You always have food for me. <laughs> Eden and Ivy, thank you so much for coming today and for hanging. Eden, thank you for spilling your guts and your blood. This was wonderful. I had a blast. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, folks. The exciting news, by the way, is that Eden is now pregnant with twins from the guy from the story. I mean, can this be a happier ending? It literally cannot. I would love you to take the time and rate and review our podcast on Spotify, iTunes. It will really help us. Give us five stars. Tell us what you love. It gets this show out to more people, which is, of course, what we want. Follow us on the socials at Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram and at Nikki Levy. We will see you next week. Mwah. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Just